This is a Galactic Network podcast. Galactic Radio. I'm Dave Nelson, and here's the news. Variety is reporting that CBS intends to launch Star Trek Discovery sometime in late summer or early fall. Chief Executive Officer Leslie Moonves made the claim while speaking at an investor conference. He said the new series required a lot of post-production, but that he was confident in its quality. It's important to get it right, and Star Trek is the family jewels, he said. The project has been delayed a few times, initially owing to Brian Fuller's decision to step back from the showrunner duties. Meanwhile, in the world of Star Wars... J.J. Abrams believes that Mark Hamill's performance in the upcoming The Last Jedi is worthy of an Oscar. The actor will reprise his role of Luke Skywalker in the next installment of the Star Wars saga and second film of a new trilogy taking place after the originals. The director told the New York Daily News, I think we are all going to be very upset if he does not win an Oscar and no one more upset than Mark. Not much is known about Ryan Johnson's The Last Jedi, other than it'll pick up immediately where the events of The Force Awakens left off, with Rey standing atop a mountainside opposite a hooded Skywalker. That story came to us from The Independent. Coming up, details on a plan to terraform Mars. And welcome to the Movie Man's Movie Minute. Today we are taking a look at the latest Wolverine film that hit the big screen called Logan. Yes, set in the near future, Logan, we find, is a very tired old man who is also taking care of a very ailing Charles Xavier, once again played by Patrick Stewart. Well, their world is turned upside down when a young mutant, one of the last, enters the picture and soon they find themselves on the run from the dark forces that want to hurt her and eliminate them. Folks, Logan is the Wolverine film that fans have been asking for and they're finally getting it. Not only is it a rated R film, but it is just well written, well directed, and the performances are fantastic. You can tell that Hugh Jackman wants to go out in style, and he does. Not only does this have badass action scenes and some great action moments, but it also has some very touching scenes as well as some funny scenes. It's a great mixture, and it's exactly what you want from a film like this. Folks, you don't have to see the other X-Men films to follow what's going on, and this is a film made not only for fans of comic books, but fans of great action films, which is what Logan is. So get up out of your seats and go check out Logan this weekend, and if you want to catch more of my reviews, check them out at specialmarkproductions.com or on the Twitter at MovieManiac3D. From Engadget, this week NASA released its software catalog for 2017-2018 to the general public. The package, which contains app, code libraries, and utility programs, is free of charge. The library covers a broad swath of applications that range from the highly technical, like the protocol which transfers large files between ground systems and a spacecraft's control unit, to the whimsical, like the Spacewalk game. There are also a number of tools that can be applied to Earth-based photography. For drone enthusiasts, there's the Autonomous Precision Landing Navigation System, which was originally developed to use in cruise missiles, and the Formation Flying System for UAVs and satellites. In other NASA news, scientists have put forward a plan to terraform Mars by surrounding the planet with a magnetic field. The concept was revealed at a meeting during which scientists typically discuss proposals for futuristic space missions. NASA's Planetary Science Division Director Jim Green described the idea of placing a magnetic shield 
in a stable orbit between Mars and the Sun, which would protect the planet from high-energy solar particles. Over time, this would allow Mars to slowly regain its atmosphere that it's lost. Eventually, the greenhouse effect would begin to heat up the planet, melting the ice and flooding the surface with liquid water that would go on to create oceans and rivers. Up next, casting news on a DC and Marvel TV show. Hello, I'm Gregor Sprague, and this is Galactic Radio's Polis, and these are just a few of the comics coming out for the week of March 1st, 2017. From DC Comics, we have Cyborg Number 10, written by John Semper Jr., with art by Will Conrad. Lord of the Rats Part 1. Cyborg's gone to ground following the crippling malfunction of his tech at the hands of the corrupt Star Labs. Desperate to find his prey, the techno-villain posing as Vic Stone's father conspires with Lord of the Rats, a Detroit crime who agrees to hunt down Cyborg in exchange for Otech transforming his rodent drug distribution force into a cybernetic rat army. Superman number 18, written by Patrick Gleason and Peter J. Tomasi, with art by Mick Gray and Patrick Gleason. Superman Reborn, Part 1. In DC Universe Rebirth number 1, the enigmatic Mr. Oz told this Superman, you and your family are not what you believe you are, and neither was the fallen Superman. Now in the first Rebirth crossover between Superman and Action Comics, the shocking truth behind Oz's words is revealed. It begins with one of Oz's prisoners escaping and ends at a tragic moment for Lois and Superman. Image Comics has three number ones with one of them being my pick of the week. Starting things off with Extremity number one. Thea dreams, not of a better life, but of revenge on the clan that ruined her family. With ferocious battles between man, machines, and monsters ahead, who knows where her quest for vengeance will take her. Creator Daniel Warren Johnson, Space Mullet, and colorist Mike Spicer present a bold new vision where the beauty and imagination of Studio Ghibli meet the intensity of Mad Max in this all-new Skybound original. Royal City number one. This new ongoing series is written and illustrated by Jeff Lemire, Descender, A.D., Sweet Tooth. Royal City charts the lives, loves, and losses of a troubled family and a vanishing town across three decades. Patrick Pike, a fading literary star who reluctantly returns to the once thriving factory town where he grew up, is quickly drawn back into the dramas of his two adult siblings, his overbearing mother, and his browbeaten father, all of whom are still haunted by different versions of his youngest brother, Tommy, who drowned decades ago. Royal City is a return to the literary and thematic territory of Lemire's breakthrough graphic novel, Essex County, and is his most ambitious and personal project to date. And my pick of the week is Rat Queens Number 1, written by Curtis J. Weeby, with art and the cover done by Owen Gianni. Cats, Kings, and Other Garys, Part 1. The Rat Queens are back. Betty, Violet, D, Braga, and Hannah return. Palisade is still a rat-infested troll's ass, and everyone still hates Gary. It's been a while since the queens have done a good slaughter, so join them as they get back to the basics of killing monsters and drinking away the profits. Marvel Comics has America number one. At last, everyone's favorite no-nonsense powerhouse America Chavez gets her own series. Written by critically acclaimed young adult novelist Gabby Rivera, Juliet Takes a Breath, and drawn by all-star artist Joe Quinones. Howard the Duck, Marvel's brand new America series shines a solo spotlight on the high-octane 
hard-hitting adventures of the one and only America Chavez. America has always been uncontestably awesome, and as the newly appointed leader of the Ultimates, she's now officially claimed her place as the preeminent butt-kicker of the Marvel Universe. But while leading a team of heroes and punching out big wads is great and all, it doesn't really leave much time for self-discovery. So what's a superpowered teenager to do when she's looking for a little fulfillment? She goes to college. The Clone Conspiracy Omega, written by Peter David, Christos Gage, and Dan Slott, with art done by Stuart Eminem, Corey Smith, and Mark Bagley. The Clone Conspiracy is finished, but the impacts of Spider-Man's life is huge. The Rhino comes at Spider-Man with an intense fury and aims to pin the spider to the wall permanently. What was the final fate of Ben Riley or the Lizard? Witness the first chapter of the next big spider book by Peter David and Mark Bagley. Those are just a few of the comic book picks that I have made for you. And by all means, you can find these and more at your local comic book store. Or at the very least, you can find them on Comixology. I'm Gregor Sprague. This has been the Splash Page. Dave, what's up next? Thanks, Gregor. Gotham has tapped Star Trek Deep Space Nine's Alexander Siddig in the role of Batman villain Raza Ghoul. The actor, who most recently appeared on HBO's Game of Thrones, will make his entrance as the head of the League of Shadows when the show returns April 24th. According to Deadline, the character will be revealed on the show as Bruce Wayne begins to find out who's really behind the secret Court of Owls that seems to run everything in Gotham. Created in 1971 by DC Comics, Raza Ghoul made his live-action debut in Christopher Nolan's 2005 Batman Begins, portrayed by Liam Neeson, and most recently he appeared on The CW's Arrow and its sister series, DC's Legends of Tomorrow. From DC to Marvel news now, Anson Mount has joined the cast of the upcoming Inhuman superhero series. The Hell on Wheels star will play Black Bolt, the commander king of the Inhumans, with a voice so powerful that the slightest whisper can destroy a city. Anson loves the challenge of playing a character who will only communicate silently, said Jeff Loeb, head of Marvel Television. Meanwhile, Variety has confirmed that Graceland star Sarinda Swan has been cast as Black Bolt's most trusted advisor, Medusa. Her character is described as a fierce warrior whose long flowing locks can elongate and gain a heightened tensile strength allowing her to grab people and keep them in a vice-like grip. Marvel's Inhumans will premiere its first two episodes in IMAX theaters for two weeks in September, and then will continue on ABC for its full eight-episode run. Just ahead, will the new iPhone be getting a USB-C connector? Stick around to find out. Welcome to today's applicably galactic app reviews. Have you ever gone to the repair shop and heard something like, oh, the problem was you... The daughter board had disengaged from the VME bus card, transferring load to the integrated adapter, causing overheating. Now, I know some of you out there know what that means, but a great deal of us might get lost in all that lingo. Luckily, PC Magazine's website has an extensive, searchable encyclopedia of terms to help you out. But now I hear you saying, But I'm at my data limit, and I can't search a web page to find out what SMS means, let alone stream music. Well, first, keep some music on your phone. And secondly, download PCMag.com's Encyclopedia app for your iPhone. You can search 25,000 IT and consumer electronics terms without an internet connection. Articles are cross-referenced to explain the explanations, leading to the possibility of disappearing down definition rat holes, if you're not careful. 
zoom into over 4,000 illustrations, and as the iTunes Store review says, it covers Windows, Mac, Linux, Internet, Web, Networking, Wireless, Broadband, Mobile, Home Theater, Acronyms, Buzzwords, Trends, Hot Topics, everything from A to Z. Compatible with iOS 7.1 or later on iPhones, iPads, and iPod Touches, this is an app no one who has to deal with technical terms shouldn't have at their disposal. I'm Peter Fisher from Blazing Caribou's iDapBat, and this has been today's Applicably Galactic App Review! Now back to the news. According to Coming Soon, Ubisoft, Lightstorm Entertainment, and Fox Interactive have joined forces with Massive Entertainment to develop a new video game based on James Cameron's Avatar, which will be made available for PC and various consoles. The experience will allow players the freedom to explore the world of Pandora in new and exciting ways, with the goal of expanding the movie universe, which it already is with Disney World's Animal Kingdom's upcoming Pandora, the World of Avatar theme park scheduled to open on May 27th. And finally, the Wall Street Journal claimed this week that Apple's upcoming iPhone 8 will ditch the company's standard lightning connector in favor of a USB-C port. However, new information claims the new phones will keep the lightning connector but adopt USB-C powered delivery technology for super-fast charging speeds. According to sources, Apple's licensing program, which allows third-party partners to sell accessories for their products, as a large factor in the decision to stick with the lightning port. The company isn't quite ready for that revenue stream to dry up just yet, since a complete switch to USB-C would open accessories for the iPhone to a more general third-party market. Thanks for joining us again for another edition of Galactic Radio. I'm Dave Nelson. You can follow me on Twitter at Dave Nelson Voice. Have a great week. Talk to you again next time. Monkey Warhol provided our music, and Blazing Caribou did the cover art. For more about them, show notes, feedback information, how to subscribe, social network links, and more, go to gncasts.com slash galactic radio. This has been a Galactic Network podcast. 